the next episode of Perspectives with Jeremiah Stevenson. And today I have a friend of mine, Brandon Clarissus. I want to say Clarissian for some reason. I'm thinking Star Wars slightly. I don't know why. I had a boss once call me that, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh my god. That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Cool. And then you didn't take it with you? You were like, I'm going to leave with the Star Wars property. I I took it with me when I um, had to remake a Facebook because like so, I didn't have one for a while, and mm-hmm. then I um, had to make one, which I'm sure we'll get into that um, here in a little bit. But yeah, I had to remake Facebook, and I was just like, bah, 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 I'm gonna be a fucking clown. <laughs> nice. And, uh, yeah. Awesome. Um, Brandon is a wonderful photographer. Uh, he's got a really cool story. I'm really excited to get into this. Um, as always, I'm like, I'm gonna like start up, and like we're gonna talk about. A little bit and then I'm gonna be like let's jump into it but usually I just start by what's your story who are you who are you as a human being and uh, <laughs> let the world know um well um as he said my name's Brandon um I am a I guess artist um I've done like my my mom's side of the family is very artistic um my dad is not and i've lived with my mom like my whole life so you know growing up with that you kind of i guess start doing it Mm -hmm. um you know i've i've drawn i've paint i've kind of painted i hated doing it because i sucked at it always (laughs) um i did photography a little bit in like early high school um stopped i don't remember why i stopped um i was in a band for like four years what'd you play what instrument (laughs) i played bass okay and we were like a stupid like drop a sharp heavy band (laughs) um so if lane or i'm sorry if Avery ever need to like if he got sick for a show? Oh no, would you dude! Be able to come Avery, in? Avery actually would you be able to come in for good. Avery fires? can actually <laughs> play bass. I played a lot of open notes. Okay, so um, but yeah, and then I was able to get back into photography a few years ago, um, and it was kind of like a, I was I was like what twenty twenty two I think, yeah, I was twenty two and you know. Throughout, like, my early... I'm only 25 now, mm-hmm. but, like, my early 20s, um, a lot of people were like, what are you doing with your life? You're not doing anything! And yeah. I'm like, I don't know! <laughs> um, and then I was able to get back into it. Um, and I was like, this is... I love doing this. And, I mean, it was very, like... I mean, it was nothing like what I what I do now. Right. Um, and... Yeah, I was I was just like taking pictures like of whatever I could, whenever I could do it. Um and then like this probably sounds like some kind of made up story, but we my family went to a casino <laughs> in Murphy for my oldest brother's like twenty seventh birthday or something like that. Okay. And uh like, you know, I brought like twenty bucks to go and I was just like, you know, if I I want to make money to buy a new lens. Okay. That would be sick. Um, and so, you know, I spent my 20 bucks, didn't really get anywhere. My grandpa 
you know, gave me money. He's like, this is from grandma for Christmas. Nice. And uh, he's like, oh, this is from me for Christmas, too. (laughs) And then my aunt's uh, partner at the time was also like, here's, you know, 20 more bucks. Okay. Um, And I, I wasn't having much luck until I started playing this game that was called... Uh oh man, what was it called? I think I have it on my phone. And so you can always pull it up. Uh it was it was kinda like a blackjack type game. Okay. Um, but it was like virtual blackjack. Um See I that what like the the game doesn't matter, but <laughs> um I'm playing it and my grandpa's like helping me. Mm-hmm. And at one point, I don't remember like what the cards looked like or whatever, but I just did it and then the thing just went. And I'm like, okay, sick. I'm winning money right now. <laughs> I don't know how and, much money, but I'm winning something. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, cool. It's at 300. It's gonna stop, sick. And I'll buy this new lens that I want. And it kept going. Oh my gosh. And I was like, okay, it's gonna stop at 500. And it kept going. And it stopped at a thousand twenty-five dollars. Jeez. And I was like, I'm buying a new camera body and. What was it? 2017? I'm gonna take an, a serious attempt yeah. at doing photography. So I, dang, that's cool. I didn't know about that. Yeah, it's, that's crazy. It's, I have a picture on my phone of me like, like the thing stopped. Mm-hmm. I hit the cash out ticket. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm I, not doing anything else. If, I'm not losing any more money. Yeah, oh if I God. keep playing, I'm probably gonna lose all of this. And I have a picture <laughs> I took of me like fast walking to the uh whatever the thing is yeah um and the picture is like really blurry and like the the ticket's like really blurry but you can you see it says cash out 100 1025 bucks dope and i was like this is the coolest thing that's ever dope. happened to me in my whole life that's awesome so so i met brandon two years ago when i first moved up here to atlanta I'm going to apologize now i had some congestion earlier this week so oh dude if, it's you're totally oh, good geez. if anyone um, you know, understands that pollen is a thing. It's bad <laughs> right now. Like all, all the way to, uh, your house. Like, I was just like looking outside. And I was like, God, it's so hazy out here. Is, the, <laughs> is that the pollen or is something on fire? I didn't I'm sure realize it's the pollen, so. I've never had bad allergies until, yeah, I, moved here, until yeah. I moved here. And I was like, what the heck? Like, it was so stupid. Yeah. Um, but so I met you two years ago and I, I think that's right around the time that you had just started your photography. Is that... That would... Because yeah. I got here like June yeah. 2017. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's right around the time I met you. And then like I heard little bits and pieces. And then I moved out of the house with the at the Beef Castle. And then <laughs> we, we talked about it on the podcast. I don't have to explain it. Um, go back and listen to Tim Dunker's episode if you want clarification. Um... But, like, several months later, I'm on Facebook, and then you're, like, taking pictures for all these shows. And you're just, like, you're, like, running shit. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? Like, oh, my God, this is dope. Like, my dude, for real. So, what what was that like? Um, what was that transition into once you got your body and the lenses and you started perfecting your craft? What did that look like? Um, well, it... it... It was more like, um, so when you want to take a picture, pictures at a show, you know, especially for like touring bands, um, you need to like ask their publicist or if you're with the website, they will ask the publicist for you. Um, 
But if you're doing it freelance, you know, you need to have a portfolio. So early on, a lot of it was like, I'm standing in a crowd mm-hmm. taking pictures. Like I did it for, um, like in January, it was literally the day, but day before I turned, uh, 23, I, uh, went to a show after work with some friends and I was going to go see a band called home safe. And then in, in heaven at the masquerade, um, I think it was like real big fish was playing also. Okay. So like I was going to go to the home safe. My friends were going to real big fish. We got in a car accident right before the exit. Oh damn. I wasn't wearing my seatbelt like an idiot. My friend's like, it's only 10 minutes away. And I'm like, he's right. So <laughs> my friend who drove her dad came and picked her up. Um, she totaled, totaled her car. Mm-hmm. Like this thing was fucked. Um, <laughs> my friend Robbie, um, like we went to the show anyways. He went to that show. I went to um, the Home Safe show. Took some really bad pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went over to Real Big Fish, watched that, and then Robbie's dad came and picked us up and um, whatever. Um, and then I think the next show I did that year where I was standing in the crowd was Counterparts. Because mm-hmm. they were on tour with like... Oh, it was such a sick tour, minus the headlining band. <laughs> um, it was uh, a band called Like Pacific okay. opened, and they're so good. Um, and then a band called Movements, who I didn't watch, but now I really love, and I wish I did watch them. Okay. Um, and then Counterparts, and then Senses Fail, which is whatever. Um, <laughs> Wait, so who was the headlining band? Senses Fail. Okay. Which is like, you know, they, they were like that a big band in like 2000. Like early two thousands, okay, um, and just whiny, like way too whiny for me. And mm-hmm. I listen, I listen to some really whiny stuff, okay. But um, I mean, respect to them for what they've done for music and you know their following. I'm just personally not a fan. Yeah. Um, and then the other show I did where I was standing in the crowd was Silent Planet, um, and they are just literally impossible to get, uh like a a photo pass through unless you like know them mm-hmm. which like they have a huge following in atlanta which yeah. it's crazy um but yeah and then i think by that point um i had at least enough to show you know um people like publicists like hey i am my name's brandon i do photography i'd love to come you know take pictures of blah 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 um mm-hmm. And then the first, like, I had done shows um, in 2017, like, late 2017, also with my old camera, and they were really bad, because mm-hmm. that camera, lots of, you know, lots of technical, <laughs> lots of technical camera stuff, but... the camera should not be able to do. Yeah. Um, and so by that point, it was, like, spring 2017, and um, I had enough to show, like, hey, like I was saying, hey, I'm brain, I can do this, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, and the first show i had actually gotten a photo pass for was a band called oceano mm-hmm. um and they're like a stupid heavy like dumb heavy band yeah um and it was them it was a band called spite i think opened um and then a local band like an atlanta local band opened that tour um spite um another band i think it was called no zodiac okay um, and then a band called Slaughter to Prevail, which is like a Russian, like scary, heavy band. <laughs> really? Yeah. That sounds dope. Um, and then Oceano, 
And then I did that. And um, that was like the first show I actually ever actually got a photo pass for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, God, I remember I was sitting at Cumberland Mall with my friends and I got the email notification and I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then um, after that, I got a, a photo pass for a band called Broadside. They were on tour with Real Friends. And um, after that, it was kind of dead for me for a while um until i had joined the website that i shoot for called bullet music um and then the first show i did with them was goo goo dolls which was super sick um and it was at this venue that i don't remember it's called chastain amphitheater i think it's under a different name now but that venue is like an uppity like you pay lots and lots of money mm-hmm. to 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 sit um in like the actual like what would be like an actual uh normal crowd area or right, whatever right um and so i had heard like yeah at this venue you have to shoot from the soundboard and luckily i had found a like zoom lens at at a goodwill and I, oh really yeah i bought it and it was like this like really old cheap zoom lens but it worked Mm -hmm. um and then we get there and they're like yeah well you guys can shoot from the the photo pit which there really wasn't one it was just we're standing in front of all these people who have fold-out tables or like (laughs) drinking wine you know eating their hummus and (laughs) all that stuff and yeah it was like three songs and and then we were escorted out and it was super sick and then yeah that's uh I, I can't remember all the other shows I've, I did in 2017, but... Um, so, oh, we're 18. I was like, we're 18, 19. Um, yeah. Crazy. How, when you go to shoot, what do you look for? What is it that you look for when you go to shoot in terms of location-wise, um, trajectory towards the stage? How do you set up your shots? Um, We are going to get technical, and then God. we're going to go back to just like talking about random that's, shit. And that's if you're not a, that technical with it, if you just like are amazing at like... I just go here and I take a shot. I like. mean, that's kind of, it's, it's kind of a hard thing to like, like I'm not the best with like doing really crazy angles mm-hmm. because I always get like really self-conscious about like, you know, people are like, people like get on one knee and they'll be like shooting up and I'm like, I fucking hate doing that. <laughs> so I'm not going to do it. Um, but I just kind of like. I kind of a lot. What I'll do a lot of the time is like you know if if the singer's doing something really cool or like the guitar player or whatever, I'll just like focus on them and let like let my shutter go for like five seconds, mm-hmm. and then I end up with like forty pictures from it. Yeah, I don't I don't do a whole lot of like planning out. It's just uh whoever's doing something really cool. Okay, you know, and and with the website I shoot for, they have like a a certain like list of shots they want Mm -hmm. and i don't necessarily follow it because i think it's stupid to like hey i know that you do your thing but like do this too Mm -hmm. um which is why i love to freelance a lot more yeah um but yeah how freaking are your like freelance jobs uh i think last year god i don't I, i would say it's like for sh- for concerts, it's maybe like fifty fifty between freelancing and shooting for a bullet. Mm-hmm. Um, but like doing stuff outside of that, like I did a couple of weddings last year. Um, 
that's like just about never yeah which is kind of <laughs> it kind of sucks but you know um it's it's been picking up a little more this year that i'm getting paid by you know friends to do things okay um but yeah nice um I'm going to ask you one more photography-related question, and then we're going to go back to you as a person in life. Right. Um, What was that question? It was, oh, um, who are... Oh, boy. No, no, no. Like, who are, like, some of, like, your favorite bands that you've gotten to take photos for? Oh, man. Like, what's some of your most memorable moments thus Uh, far? Right off the top of my head... Um, in December I did, uh, every time I die and it was like their 20 year anniversary tour, okay. which is like crazy. They've been a band for 20 years. Cause I remember listening to them when I was like 12 mm-hmm. and thinking, wow, this is wild. Yeah, this is cool. Stuff. Um, but it was in heaven at the masquerade and they had the barricade open, um, which was also like crazy. And there was, um, not the barricade, the balcony. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've been to the new masquerade. I don't know if I've been to the new masquerade. But they have a balcony in heaven that they built. Like, okay, I've only been to Purgatory. I've right. Only, I've never been allowed to go to heaven or hell. Just, I stick around Purgatory. <laughs> right. Um, but so normally, like, at shows, if you're taking pictures, there's going to be the barricade, right? Mm-hmm. Where, you know, crowd surfers are going over it, people are grabbing them. That's the photo pit. Oh, there okay. wasn't one okay. for this show. And I was like, I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> and normally, when that happens, I just get, like, overly mad, which mm-hmm. is, like, really stupid and unprofessional on my end to be like visibly and verbally like very mad about it mm-hmm. um but i was like whatever dude like every time i die is playing and they're sick and turnstile is playing and they are really sick yeah and uh i of all the shows i did last year i did like 40 something shows last year between oh, wow. freelancing and the website I shoot for. And that one was like my all-time favorite. Nice. It was so much fun. Like, dude, Turnstile, they, they came on and they opened with the song called Real Thing. Okay. And that song just opens like a dun-dun-dun-dun. And it's just like it in, like brings the wildness out of people. Mm-hmm. So like people just flying off the stage i got <laughs> clobbered by someone oh, for real. i was like i'm gonna die and then i got pictures of turnstile and i i left the crowd because i didn't want to die um and then every time i die went on and it was just they are a high energy band okay and it was incredible and i like i got this really cool shot where the vocalist was like I was like kind of close to the front, like touching the stage. I was, you know, a couple people in between me nice. and the stage and the vocalist comes up and he's like bending over and I like had the focus right and dude, and it just a super cool picture. Nice. Um, Spite is also another band that I love to take pictures of. Um, they're a very high energy yeah. band and they are like a band that it's pretty much what I feel like being mad insane sounds like through music. Mm-hmm. Um, Under Oath is a as a I got to do them twice last year and both times was just incredible. Um, I got to do the story so far, which is like one of my all time favorite bands. And that was another thing. Like last year, I got to do a lot of um, 
pretty much every single one of my favorite bands. Nice. Um, like I did that. I did the Wonder Years. That was a lot of fun. I did the Used, which was like that show meant a lot to me because I was asking about it, and they were like, "We can't approve you because you're not shooting through a website." Mm. And I was like, "Damn!" But then someone else came in the email and was like, "Hey, I really like your pictures. Like, can you at least get a ticket and we'll give you a photo pass?" Right. And so I was able to find someone on, like, the event page who sold me a ticket for, like, $15. Oh, really? Yeah. And then I got to go do that show and, like, oh, God, it was, like, 13-year-old me was just, like, so giddy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, that's cool. I, I like that because, you know, like, there's a lot of people that they get into different type of industries and, like, do things. And they have people that they really look up to and they're like... It's taken me so long to get to this point to where yeah. I can work with these people. Yeah. But you have already, within the two years of your photography, you've already gotten to do a lot of what you've wanted to. Or you've gotten to see a lot of people that you, did, you used to grow up with, grow up with, grew up with. You, yeah. You've gotten to shoot for people that like you really look up yeah. to and like, listen to their music and everything. So that's yeah. like super freaking dope. Yeah. Only if My Chemical Romance came back and I... I... Would literally explode. So Just... that was literally my next question was going to be like, who is like... Your top top person that you haven't shot yet that you would love to shoot for, person Real, or band, like realistically, um, oh, no, fuck realistically, your ultimate like dream. There's, there's like, not there's not like a a set like one band thing. Like I would if my chem came back, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like I would sell my soul to go <laughs> to that. Especially like I've been listening to them a lot recently, and like dude, they were just. So good. Yeah. Um, I would love to do SZA. Oh, okay. Like, that yeah. would be incredible. Yeah. Um, I'd really love to do, also, like, Daniel Caesar. Mm-hmm. That'd be so sick. Um, I'd love to do Adele. Um, I think, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't really try and do, like, Really, really big shows. Right. Because when you are in a really, really big show, you are also um, facing a lot of, like, restrictions and venue-enforced rules and stuff like that. Okay. Or, you know, a really big show, sometimes the the artist, I would assume, would request that no one's in the actual uh, photo pit. Like, you have to shoot from the soundboard or whatever. Like, um, a photographer I follow on Instagram just did both nights of Casey Musgraves that happened um, like yesterday and the day before. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming that it was her request or whatever, but all his shots were like from the barricade or like from the balcony. And I was like, dang, they really did that to you. Like, you know, at that point, just don't approve anybody. Right. Cause no one, I personally think it's just boring to look at pictures of like, you know, you're really far away and I have to zoom in and it's just, Mm -hmm. it takes away the, the, the effect of it like yeah. at that point just pull your phone out and just be like yeah and and you can't here. you can't get just like this literally cannot get the same pictures and emotions like that you can get if you're in the barricade in mm-hmm. the photo pit that you like have to work or whatever like you cannot get the same kind of pictures from right far away and i'm using a zoom lens and it's just really boring yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah. cool but yeah. We're going to come back to the photography. This is awesome. Oh my gosh. Like, I know I didn't talk a lot. Like, I was editing the other episode yesterday. Right. And I was like, damn, I was talking a lot. But it was a lot of back and forth. But, like, this, like, I just wanted to hear, like, 
Oh my God, you've done a lot of shit, dude. So let's go to personal life. Um, one of the questions I generally ask is, uh, what were some challenges growing up? And, um, but because I kind of know some of your story and mm-hmm. I'm going to kind of relate it a little bit, mm-hmm. we're going to tailor it. Oh, dude. Um, I, I relate. I, I try to relate to people a lot. So, I mean, by all means, like, if you want to relate and be vocal about it, like, please do. Yeah. So, you didn't go to college. No. I didn't go to college. Fuck that. <laughs> like, <laughs> Stupid. I tried to. I got accepted, like, two places. I got accepted three places. Uh-huh. Uh, no. One was like, you can come in, but we need you to take the SAT again. Stupid. Uh, because you, you were one point on like the math thing, right. and I was like, bump that. Yeah. And then I was like, we, we accept you, but we need a bunch of money. I was like, bump that. Yeah. And then I could have gotten grants and stuff, but I was just like, I know what the fuck to do. Yeah. I knew film was where I wanted to be in that like industry, uh-huh. um, but I didn't really know like how I was going to do it and all that stuff. Right. So um, I ended up through the grace of God, just like things just came together. People, I met people, I came up here to Atlanta. I stayed with the guys at the beef castle. I dropped my resume off. Like just people loved me and allowed me to, I use people in the most positive sense of the word to get to where I am now. Mm -hmm. And they helped me. So it wasn't, Mm -hmm. it was a give and take. Um, so, and I'm in a decent place and Mm -hmm. you're in a decent place now. And what was that like for you? Like, what was there a time where you're like, I want to try and go to college, or like, I don't oh, want to yeah. go to college? A like, ton of times. Because, like, <laughs> I feel like as a young person, you're very much. So, my sister's in high school right now, so she's like, uh-huh. I want to go to college, all this stuff. Like, right. she's definitely going to because she's smart AF. Right. But it's like, I don't know, like, she's like, I have to figure out my life now. Right. What was that like for you? Uh, I mean, we, when you're when you're in high school, like, you know how it is, like, your teachers are like, you need to go to college. You need to figure this out. Mm-hmm. You have to do something. Yeah. You know? And it's just so crazy for you, for, for you to have it figured out at 18 or whatever, you know? So, um, I mean, like, growing up, like, I live with my mom. My parents are divorced. Um, and mom, if you're listening... I don't mean this in a bad way. <laughs> I'm so thankful for this and this and how you raised me and all my brothers. But my mom was like very, uh, she wasn't extremely strict like my dad would have been, mm-hmm. you know, she just like go to school and pass. And, you know, I, I, I think it's, also kind of crazy to expect more um out of your children than to just go to school and pass mm-hmm. um so you know my mom like growing up that's how my mom was and that's how it was for me and all my brothers um how many siblings do you have i have three okay and, and you are i am middle? number three of four okay three or four gotcha um and it was like that for me and all my brothers it was just like go to school and pass mm-hmm. um and you know, in doing that, like, like in high school, like I drew a lot. Um, at one point I wanted to make comics for newspapers. Mm -hmm. Um, and my dad's parents, like my grandparents on my dad's side are like, they work for a newspaper in, um, West Palm beach, Florida, which is like where I was born and stuff like that. And they're like, Oh, we can get you a job with, uh, you know, the Palm beach post and, um, stuff like that and then I stopped drawing and around when that happened was when I um got into photography 
Um, and so, you know, towards the end of high school, I was looking into college, like, you know, what most people do. Mm-hmm. Um, I got accepted at the Art Institute of Atlanta for audio production, because that's like what I thought I wanted to do at the time. Right. Um, and then I didn't go. I withdrew my application because I was still living in Blue Ridge. Um, I ended up having to get surgery on my foot okay. right when I would have started oh. school. So, you know, I was out of commission then and like I didn't have a car um, and I didn't have housing situations figured out for if I were to actually go to the art institute um so i withdrew my application and um you know i had surgery was you know dealing with that and my foot was healing and stuff like that and um i went to visit my dad and this was the last time i seen him um went to go visit him and he's like your mother blah 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 blah. my my dad's a very negative person which is i'm sure where i get a lot of my negativity from (laughs) um and he like kind of trapped me down there, you know, he's oh, like, wow. I'm not going to pay for you to fly back. And like, you know, my mom, plane tickets are expensive. Right. Yeah. For um, sure. my mom like, wasn't going to be just like your dad, you know, should send you back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I was going through really what I thought was a really bad breakup. <laughs> uh, like, you know, God, thing, things, breakups were much worse after that. But, um, <laughs> I was like, you know, maybe I'll just, like, I, I haven't lived with my dad, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, You know, maybe maybe I'll just, like, live down here with my dad and, you know, start a new life. <laughs> um, and so... Ambitions, y'all. <laughs> yeah. I did that. Um, My dad's like, you need to go to school. Blah, mm. blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, he's probably right. I'm not doing anything with my life. Yeah. Um, But... You know, my dad is just the most difficult person to live with on the planet. Um, <laughs> and, dude, I remember, like, I've never wanted to, like, like, I wanted to jump off the fucking roof of his house. Yeah. Because he'd be complaining about something all the time. Yeah. It's, like, the most minute thing that literally no one gives a shit about. Yeah, and no. it's, like, if it's something that I need to take care of. It's something small and minute, like, just tell me, hey, do this, please. Yeah. And then I'll take care of it. Yeah. Like, it, don't make a big deal out of something that ain't, yeah. like, Jesus Christ. Um, and he just, he would say just vile things about my mom's mm-hmm. side of the family. And, like, I remember one time he just said this really terrible thing about my aunt. Um, and it, like, like, he was just screaming and like brought me to tears and he's like why are you crying and i'm like what the fuck do you think yeah um but yeah i was just like i i was talking to my mom and i was like i do not want to stay here anymore and and she was like i can't really help you with like you know a plane ticket back um you know ask your grandfather mm-hmm. um and so i did and he you know bought me a ticket to come back and then i did and um while i was down there you know, he's like, you need to go to college, you need to do this, I'm going to get you a job at the airport, you're going to be, in Florida, by the way, um, you're going to be loading bags in the airplanes. And I'm like, what the fuck makes you think I want to do that? <laughs> um, so, you know, I came back and, you know, there's no pressure from my mom to like, you need to go to college, you need to do this, mm-hmm. you need to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, came back to Blue Ridge um, for... 
I think I was there for like another year and then like my whole entire family um moved to Ackworth. Um and you know, I I dated people, you know, throughout the last like 5 years of my life. I dated various people. Mm-hmm. Um and a lot of them were always like, "You're not doing anything with your life." And you know, that was like one of the reasons why they broke up with me. Yeah. Um and you know, a lot of them were like, "You need to go to college." And like one of them was. Yeah. And I was like, uh yeah you're right i should go to college (laughs) and so i would like look into it and i remember one day i like actually went to um chattahoochee tech Mm -hmm. um and like picked up like uh like uh like a little information booklet Booklet thing thing. um and you know it it wasn't just like ex-girlfriends that were like you need to go to college it was like my friend devin was like you need to go to college you need to figure out your life yeah um and the student i'm no longer friends with was like you need to go to college and you need to figure out your life. And he's very much one of those, like, college is the answer mm-hmm. for everything kind yeah. of people. And I'm like, dude, shut up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I uh, I was, I, I looked into it several times. Mm-hmm. But every time I was looking into it, it was like, what do I want to go to college for? What do I want to be in so much debt for that I can't? For something that, like, I really don't want to do, mm-hmm. you know, I like, if I have a backup plan, then what I really want to do, I don't want to do it that bad. Yeah, I you know, do it for, like, $50,000. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't want to, I don't want a 50 thousand dollar in-debt backup plan, you <laughs> yeah. know? Yeah. Um. So. I think, so for me, it was very much, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I knew where I wanted to be, I just didn't know how to get there or right. how it looked like. Um, and like, even as far as like backup plans go, I was working two jobs. I think when I graduated high school, um, at one point, uh, after my mom passed away, I worked three jobs. Like I, I'm very much a workaholic, uh, if given the ability and the chance to, right. so I've never had a problem with like, Oh, I won't be able to make money. It's always been like, but like, am I happy with myself? Right. Like serving is one of my favorite things in the world because yeah. it like, you learn how to deal with shit people. Oh, yeah. You learn how to deal with regular people. But oh, yeah. it also gives you a point where you're like, this is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. There's shit that matters to me. Right. That is more important than your fucking cappuccino latte piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, I, that's one of the greatest things about serving is for you, the individual, the server, like, it helps you keep your life in perspective. Right. Because you, you very much are like... <sighs> yeah. I can get set off real quick and we can end some shit. But like... Yeah. <laughs> I'm still a human being. We're in a society. I need to just make sure, like, get your shit together. I'm going to yeah. go home and work on things that help me grow into who I want to be. Right. Because, I think... Because, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. It's really crazy. I think that's a thing that you you kind of come to realize with, like, any, um, like, service, like, customer service or service industry type mm-hmm. job. It's like, you're going to encounter those really shitty people mm-hmm. and it's going to make you realize this is, I do not want to serve people forever, Yeah, you know, and whatever you end up doing and, you know, in some, some way, shape or form you are serving, um, people or, you know, you know, s- stuff like that. But, um, I think definitely like when you, when you're serving people food, it's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. Food, drinks, it's like, it brings out the worst in people. <laughs> like someone's thing is wrong. It's like you kicked their dog off the planet, you know? Just... And they're like, 
what the fuck? What are you doing? Why do you not have... I had this one thing. What was it? Oh, my gosh. I was working at the movie theater last year, and there was this couple that was trying to get some food. They're like, oh, is this stuff organic? I was like, no, this is a corporation. They don't care about organic foods and things like that. And it just became this whole back and forth. They ended up picking some food. The chefs, it was like some big opening weekend. So all the chefs were like cooking a bunch of food. My food hadn't come out yet. I checked on it and I went back and I confirmed with them. I was like, hey, your food's on its way, all this stuff. They came out and they got, she sent her boyfriend out and he's like, I need some free drinks because the food's not out yet. And I was like, bro, I told you it'd be about this long. I've just confirmed with you that like the food's being cooked. They're having some issues. It's backed up, like all this stuff. And it just went from there and there. And then they ended up walking out of the movie and they're like, we're not going to be able to enjoy our movie because we didn't get oh, our service no. that was like supposed to be given to us and all this stuff. And I was like, I can get my manager and everything. Like, our manager came out and my manager ended up giving them like two free tickets because they're like, this is a, like, how can you like say this is a really good establishment and all this stuff? And I just went like, bitch, fuck you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you are not impressing anybody. Like, yeah. you are literally here to watch a stupid fucking movie. Yeah. You're about to spend money for some overpriced shit. And just because it wasn't organic, like, I mean, I, if I was going to get, like, charged out the ass for something, it better be fucking organic. Right. But know where you're going. Like, yeah. Calm down. Yeah, Jeez. no. Just, yeah. Service industry, I, I always tell people, I think people need to work. Most young people need to. Absolutely. Lifeguard. Yeah. Learn how to deal with people's lives in your hands. And service industry to deal with people's attitudes. Yeah. And I think those are two jobs that younger people should have so that Absolutely. you learn how to like learn how to interact with those other people. Because yeah. I feel like there's a lack of, there's a lack of understanding other human beings. Yeah. And like, it's really sad. It is just still extremely surprising how like terrible and rude and it's just all these things that people are when they are out in public, mm -hmm. like these adults mm -hmm. that are out in public mm -hmm. are terrible to people at their jobs. <laughs> and and it's like, like, why are you like this? You're an adult right now. Like chill. There's, I think it shows how much we as people don't, there's a word, there's a whole thought process that I just had. I think it shows the inability for us to understand how and why we feel the way we feel. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we're just going to take it out on somebody else. Mm -hmm. Or we're just going to act a certain way because I don't know what's going on with me. And I don't know what this, how it yeah. really affects me. Like, it's just, we're just going to, like, I'm going to pop off real quick, boy. <laughs> you tell me I don't yeah. get my cookie? Yeah. You can take me like three minutes to get my cookie? Boy, get my cookie? Like, dude, yeah. <laughs> calm I, down. I think it's also, it's like we're, we've become a very self-centered um generation of people absolutely, absolutely and it's like you are inconveniencing me mm -hmm. right now so i don't care how i'm gonna make you feel yeah because i'm not having a good time and i'm not getting what i want yeah which is like i mean definitely every single one of us is, is guilty of being really terrible For to sure, other people absolutely. in public it's but like human beings we can yeah we the ability to be the best and the worst you have those jobs and then you learn how like you should act mm -hmm. in public so it's like i don't want to be like you know bob over here that was like screaming at me over uh, a steak that was cooked yeah. a little too much and i think it also helps like when you come into bigger situations that are outside of the service industry in life you can also attack it in a better way because you're like, oh, this is what happens if you're like in this type of situation. These how people come at you. You can defuse it 
going these steps or like I can approach it this way to kind of get people to be like, oh, oh, you're right. Let me not, you know, come and shoot you in the face because you didn't give me a crouton. Right, right. <laughs> like, it, I think it really helps you overall just understand people. Yeah. And just in a different, in a different light. It's so crazy. Yeah. So crazy. Um, dang. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> I, I, anything, man. Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, damn. Well, what, for, for everyone listening, this is like the first real conversation that him and I have had True. in the like two years that we've known each other. Yeah. It's so. always been like very, I don't even say surface level. But it's just been like, it's how's always, it going? Yeah, What's it's up? Always just this been, what we're doing. It's always just been me ah. acting a fucking fool, <laughs> and just like, like, like I was, I was telling a friend the other day. I was like, yeah, I'm doing this podcast with this guy, and like, you know, the most that we ever talk is like when I'm trying to make him drink at a bar because he's like, I don't know if I want to drink, and I'm like, <laughs> you should get a drink. You should get a drink, and I'm like, but money, and he's like, no, but you should. It's yeah. like memories and stuff. I'm like, you're right. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, man. All right, here. Do you have any questions for me? Um, Brunswick. Brunswick? Oh, my and God. How did you meet? Let's talk about all the boys. Okay, all the boys. Brunswick and how you met all of them. Awesome. So, we'll start with Avery because I actually met Avery first. Yeah, now, same. When we talk about the boys, we're talking about um, uh, Tim Dunkard, Avery Bell, Lane Silva. I love Chris. Lane so much, dude. Dude. Oh, my gosh. It's so great. Chris Humphrey. Um... Uh, Garrett, what's Garrett's last name? <laughs> Johnson. Garrett Johnson. God, I love G- Garrett so much too. And Lil Tim, I love Lil Tim. Like I love all those guys. So it's both the bands, uh, Royal Oaks and Good Fires. Um, those are all the members of both those bands. Uh, let's see, Lane. I met Lane. Or, I'm sorry, no, I met Avery first. I think so. I'm pretty sure. Right. I met Avery at my second job or my second lifeguarding job. My third job, second lifeguarding job. Mm-hmm. I'd seen him around because I was homeschooled all the way through, mm. and I knew his, um, one of the girls he dated, I knew her and her brother. So I'd seen him, but didn't really know him. He also did not have his Jesus hair or his right, Jesus beard. Right, right, So he was super chill then, super same dude, super awesome. And then we worked for, like, I think a summer together, and then I didn't see him for like a year and a half to two years, mm. and that's the next time I saw him, he had, like, the Avery yeah. Bell look. yeah. Um, Tim Dunkard, how did I meet him? I know I had to have meet, I had to have met him around the time I met Lane. Mm-hmm. I know I met Lane, um, either at Bermelli Boys Pizza or somewhere else. Have you been to Bermelli Boys yet? I've heard about it. That's where I used to, I used to work there right. with Lane before he left and then I left. Bermelli Boys is so dope. Yeah. Shout out to Chester Bermel and his dad, Peter, and their mom. Like, oh my gosh, that place is phenomenal. Super there's, great. There's so much, like spots in brunswick that i've heard about Mm -hmm. and earlier this year i was able to go to brunswick with all of them nice and um we we hit up uh uh wake up okay wake up coffee and dude ah it was so good which one did you go to because we did the brunswick the brunswick one you should go to the island one i used to go to the island all the time um and then they opened up the one inland and I like the one in Inland, but, like, I just have so many more memories on the one on St. Mm-hmm. Simons mm-hmm. that it's just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, so, Chris. Oh, Chris and Tim. Big Tim. They worked at that restaurant. 
they worked at the restaurant in the mall. Ruby Tuesdays. Ruby Tuesdays. Because I used to go to the movie theaters all the time, and mm-hmm. I'd always walk by Ruby Tuesdays before I started working at GameStop, and I would always see them, and I was like, oh, hey. And for some reason, there was somebody in there that I would go and talk to, and I ended up just, like, being friends with them from, like, just back and forth. Mm-hmm. Maybe I met them outside of work, but that's off the top of my head. That's just, I just remember where people worked, mm-hmm. and I'd always be in there saying hi to somebody else, so I just ended up meeting everybody that's all around. So, yeah. Um, Garrett is an enigma. <laughs> yeah. I, and yeah, I say dude. that, like, I don't know where I met him. I cannot, I cannot remember. Yeah. But he himself is an enigma. He's a yeah. wonderful enigma. I love oh, him. Yeah. He's, he's hilarious. Yes, absolutely. Next time I go down to Brunswick, I need to make sure I see him. Yeah. And he works at Wake Up Now. Yes. That's pretty cool. Yes, That's pretty does. wild. That is yeah. pretty wild. He's making, like... Fat stacks on tips, too. Oh, for real, for real. Yeah. What? My sister yeah. just started working down in Brunswick. Somebody like, Samantha, you should also work at Wake Up, too. Yeah. Like, we know, like, everybody that has ever worked there somewhat. <laughs> so, I'm like, you should do it. Right. Um, yeah. So, that's how I met all those guys. And um, whenever I left Brunswick, we had just started hanging out a little bit before Lane and Avery and them moved up here. And I was actually supposed to move with them at one point, it was like talks. We were in talks about moving. I was going to move with them in the first Beef Castle. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some reason, I think it was on my end that I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to make sure I need more money and all this stuff to get situated. So they're like, we're gone. Deuces. And they ended up leaving several months after when they said they wanted to. Mm-hmm. So I could have come up there with them. Um, but I think it all worked out perfectly. Right. And then uh, I moved up here with them, lived with them for two months, found a place, and then moved out. So yeah, that's it. It's right. so chill. It's so chill. Brunswick is a weird, crazy place. As we talked about, we were talking about this before the podcast. Brunswick right. is such a... I loved it. Like, we, we were only there for a little bit, but I was like, this is so cool. I, I mean, like, like uh, it's probably the same thing like with anyone that I know that like will go to where I used to live. It's mm-hmm. probably just like, they're probably like, oh, this is so cool. And I'm like, mm-hmm. boy, this is boring town right <laughs> here. I, I like Brunswick for the first day that I'm there. Right. And then I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Right. Like, I love all the people. And I'll stay. Like, I generally stay longer than I want to just mm-hmm. to see, like, all my friends and, like, people that I haven't caught up with in a long time. Um, and then, I like, I just get really annoyed and I get really tired. I want to leave ASAP. Um, but it's, like, the place itself is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of rich history. The people are awesome. You have um, one of the things. Have you ever heard um, Welcome to Night Vale? Mm-hmm. It's this podcast that is about this, like, this small town out in, like, the middle of nowhere in Utah or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they have all these, like, weird supernatural and, like, sci-fi events that happen and stuff like that, I feel like, happens in Brunswick all the time. Right. So, yeah, Brunswick's really interesting and it, like, it has a lot of history to it. And it's got a lot of, like, interestingness to it. Mm-hmm. And it's somewhere that I can see myself going back to. Right. That Lane says the same person, thing. As an older person. But, like... There's a million things I haven't done, not, and I'm not doing it in Brunswick. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's like, yeah. that's, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. I'm, so. God, Brunswick is also just so far away. Like, it's like four or five hours away. Four and a half hours. Ugh. I can make it in one trip without stopping. It's not bad. One it's trip a chill drive. without stopping. I'll listen to like a podcast or some music and right. I'm just like, just driving. Jeez, rolling, dude. rolling. How far is um, home for you? Because Blue Ridge is like, like an hour away. I, I, from, from like Atlanta, it's like two hours away from okay. like, where I'm at, where I'm living now is like an hour and a half. I can definitely make that drive an hour because mm-hmm. I, you know, tend to um, drive faster than I should. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> Tell me all. But, <laughs> but yeah. Slightly an hour, two hours away, depending on where you are. Okay, so what um, is that area like? Is it... It's a tourist town in the mountains. Like it, It's like at the one end of the Appalachian Mountains. Oh, okay, cool. So I've yeah. always heard about it, but I've never been. To Blue Ridge? Yeah. Oh, dude, it's like... It's really nice. It is. Like, now that I'm, like... I don't live there anymore, obviously, and, like, now I've, I'm older, um, I'm, like... I'll go up and visit. I'm, like, man, I kind of wish I still lived here. Because mm-hmm. um, it's, like... It's really nice. All the people are really nice. You know, you can leave your doors unlocked up there. Nice white people town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, and it like it's just especially in the summertime, dude. It's just like so nice because you've got like Lake Blue Ridge. Um, you've got all the other lakes up in like North Georgia, like in Blairsville or mm. like Hiawassee um, or Young Harris, like all of that. You can go hiking. Um, you can go downtown. Like go to all the shops down there and you know um see like that's it sounds like you can do it's like just chill yeah it's just chill. i mean it, it 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 is but it's also it's like it's not like when when i was living there with my with my brothers and my mom like we we're all like in our late teen years like 18 19 you know yeah. stuff like that and it's just like we've all graduated high school there's nothing else for us to that's do. true that's you know we true, don't yeah. we don't want to work at we me and my two older brothers we all worked at the mcdonald's and it's the only mcdonald's up there um oh really yeah and um or it's the it's the only mcdonald's in fannin county okay um you know we all work there and it's like we don't want to work here forever mm. you know we don't want to work at the ingles yeah or you know they when we lived there they didn't have a walmart and really we, yeah we moved away and then they built one god damn it <laughs> We, whenever I moved away, our Walmart went from, or no, I didn't move away yet. It was before I moved. It was when I first went to my parents' house. Our Walmart went from 24 hours to like, from 11 or like 9 a.m. in the morning to 12. And I'm right. like, what? It's fucking Walmart in Brunswick. Yeah, no yeah. one has anything else to not yeah, do. No. Like, what we used to do is we'd just like stand around in parking lots after we like, yeah. we'd go to the movies, stand around in our parking yeah. lot, hang out, go yeah. to Walmart. We'd like, we had a very specific route we'd take. We'd come in through the food section, but then we'd walk across the front area, go through like all the, uh, what is it? Like all the home departments and right. we end up to the toys, yeah. go across the electronics and yeah. on the other side of the food. And like, we just like walk around yeah. and it sounds like a typical route yeah. for, you know, a bunch of young adults to yeah, like go through, like Walmart. Going through Walmart. And then we, we only go to target like whenever it was like daytime and target was open. Uh-huh. Cause they're always like, we're going to close and be done. Get yeah. out of here. We'd go to target cause a lot of our friends were to target. So mm-hmm. we'd be like, if you literally are not doing anything on a day, just go to target and you're like running like half your friends. Right. And you'll be like, Oh, am I getting you in trouble? Cause you're like on the clock. Yeah. I've got nothing to do though, so like you should sacrifice your job for me, bro. Yeah. So yeah, like, but yeah, it's very small town esque. I yeah. kind of miss that. Like now that oh, I'm yeah. like talking about, it, I'm like absolutely. I kind of miss it, but like I'm glad I have grown past it. Yeah. 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 Blue Ridge doesn't even have a Target. Really? Yeah. I feel like they definitely Bruh, would. I'm, I'm saying like we were driving through Brunswick, and I'm thinking like of all the things that I remember that are in Blue Ridge mm-hmm. and what what's there now, and like you know what was there when I lived there and what's been put there since I moved. Yeah. Um, and Brunswick still has a lot more than Blue Ridge. Dang. Yeah. Dang. Like, my graduating class was, like, 182 people. And that's not counting the, like, five or six people who didn't walk. Oh, Because wow. they didn't graduate on time. Dang. So. I graduated with... I had two graduations. I think there was two other people, me and two other girls. And then when I graduated in Orlando, I was, like, one of 300 and something kids. Because I was that's at a homeschool convention, yeah. It's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. 
So, it's come to that time in every episode where I ask you a question from our previous guest. Oh, boy. Um, for those of you who don't know who our previous guest is, you should go back to the last episode and listen to it, because I'm not going to tell you who it is. Do better for your life and listen to this podcast better. Are you ready for your question, Brandon? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you had the power to change one thing on this earth, and it would be changed irrevocably, what would it be? Oh, jeez. And if you need the definition for irrevocably, I think I I, I think I kind of understand what that word means, but I would definitely um, it would definitely help for everyone listening. I went to school in, in uh, Yeehaw Land, so you know we don't they don't use big words up there. <laughs> Irrevocably, in a way that cannot be changed, reversed, right. or recovered. So right. yeah, yeah, but next. I you know I don't know because this is probably gonna be a long answer hmm? right here. Because last year, I did a lot of, like, working on myself, you know? And I was like, you know, I'm sure at various points. I don't exactly remember all the thought process I had last year. But, you know, I'm sure at various points in the year, I was like, you know, I wish I didn't, you know, do this mm-hmm. or do that. You know, but it's like, if I didn't do this or that, I wouldn't be this now. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't think about this the way I do. Yeah. Or, you know, things like that. So I don't necessarily know if I would change anything because then, you know, things wouldn't be what they are. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, like you know, there's, there's, I'm sure tons of people are like, I would change, you know, things about like World War Two. you know, yeah. something random like that. And it's like, okay, if you did, then, you know, w- the world wouldn't be what it is now. Right. You know, and I'm sure in some ways if... Some things changed about World War Two. You know, maybe we wouldn't have nuclear weapons, and that'd be sick. Yeah. But you know, but like, who knows? Whatever else that like, yeah, what that could have affected. I yeah. just was asked this question recently um, in a personal conversation, and my answer. I start. I've been asking everybody the same. It's very much the same question, mm-hmm. and it's like, if there's one thing in the world you could change, what would it be? And for me, I told that person, I was like, I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. Like. Fuck everybody. Fuck the world. World's shit. Like, I would just... What I would do is affect the next person next to me. Is affect their life to the point to where they can see the potential that they have. Mm. And they have this ability to be who they need to be in life and, like, their dreams and aspirations. Mm. Because in doing that, you uh, equip them to share that with somebody else and then do what they feel like they're called to do. And then they help the next person, the next person, the next person. So it's a domino effect. So Mm. if you can, in fact, instead of... Stop looking at the big picture. Look at, like, what can I do, like, to help the person right next door to me? Because, like, you don't know what's happening next to, in Pablo's house right next door. Yeah. That you could be like, oh, Pablo, your drain's, like, messed up because of this? And you just change it instead of being like, Pablo needs to get a new house because his drain's messed up. Mm -hmm. Like, you can fix it. Like, help people. Like, chill out. Calm down. (laughs) So... Yeah, that's that's my answer for that. Yeah. I uh I just I don't believe in like changing things, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Like that that you can't you can't change. Mm-hmm. Cuz it happened. Yeah. And it happened for a reason and that's so cliché to say, but you know, it happened for a reason and yeah. and you know, every day you live it's like you're living for that reason mm-hmm. that you know whatever has happened um, you know. So Nice. Probably that probably doesn't make any sense, but I'd die, I short answer, I wouldn't change anything. 
Um, what would your question be for our next guest? Um, and I did not tell you this. I tell everybody it can be funny, serious, thoughtful, provoking, like literally right. anything. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about this all week. Ooh. And it's kind of a two-part question. Okay. And it's going to be, are you really doing what makes you happy with your life? And if you're not, why aren't you? Ooh. Y'all are like, oh my gosh. Like, I feel like y'all are trying to call people out. Like, <laughs> every guest dang. is like coming out with questions. I'm like, dang. Like, yeah, I mean. I'm waiting for my first funny one. Nobody's done something funny. Everyone's just like asking these like deep questions and it's good. I'm not mad yeah. at it. But I'm like, y'all about to be like, who the fuck asked me that fucking question? I want to fucking meet this motherfucker. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean. That's a really good question though. Like, for real. Yeah, because like, like, uh, like what we were talking about earlier, it's like. You know, when when you're like, were you going to go to college and mm-hmm. stuff like that? A lot of it was um, a lot of like the I'm going to go and I'm going to get this information. And it was like, oh, I don't know what I want to do now. It's like it's all led to like me attempting to do mm-hmm. what I want to do with my life, which is at this point in time, photography, God forbid, it freaking changes <laughs> to something else. And I have to learn some kind, other kind of art and yeah. I want to rip my hair out. So. <laughs> well, I believe that you have the potential to do any and everything. Um, I've actually been walking into a lot of different hats. Mm-hmm. And so I encourage you to keep with the photography, but if you have the, the opportunity to take on some more things, mm-hmm. do it. Like, yeah, I mean, you'll, you'll love it. Like once you get into it, but like, yeah, it'll be daunting at first, maybe, but like once you get into it, you're just like, Oh hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I, I, I think about that and I, um, you know, it's kind of like, God, how could I even take on another, like way of creating mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but i think about like personally what i've done in the past of, of like drawing and playing music and um you know stuff like that and like i'll think about my aunt who she for my entire life that i can remember um she's done so many forms of art and now she's a cake artist but she's also now making candles hmm. um so it's it's kind of like a you, I, I, I do have the capacity to do more than one thing, but yeah. I'm so like focused, like hyper focused Hyper-focus, on yeah, 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 yeah. trying to make photography a thing. It's yeah. just like at this point in time, I'm just like, how could I even take on something <laughs> else? How could I learn something else? Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. Which I mean, I don't know what else I could possibly take on because I, <laughs> I feel like I've done most art things in some way, shape, or form. But mm-hmm. you know, this is the most serious that I've done nice. one thing. So yeah. So yeah, that was pretty freaking dope. Yeah, like, thank you for being on the podcast, dude. dude. Yeah, I like I said, I, I've been looking forward to this for for since you asked me to do it. So yeah. I'm glad that we um, have been able to finally do it. And <laughs> this is and we've had this first real conversation. Yes, and it's, and it's, like, it's been encapsulated for. Yeah eternity yeah and now you're probably like oh this dude isn't a fucking clown (laughs) no so i you you've always struck me as like everybody in like that group of guys is very like calm and Mm. like laid and chilled back Mm. and like i feel like i'm the fucking clown because i'm like what's up guys (laughs) (laughs) and i just like show up and like ah and everybody's like i like this guy he's crazy and so i've always seen you as like one of the others that are just very much like we all chilling here. It's like, yeah. ain't, like y'all act like there's literally nothing going on in the world, and you're yeah. just like, 
Life's chill. Just so just so so stuck in thought of like you know very <laughs> very important things. Yeah, like, like are my avocados ripe right now? Oh my gosh, is is the salt on my avocado toast? Is it kosher? Like, <gasps> those are the real questions we need to ask. Yeah. So I'm gonna close this out. Um, thank you for listening to this episode of Perspectives with Jeremiah Stevenson. I'm your host, Jeremiah Stevenson. You can find me on Instagram at p a r k o u r G33K. I do know my Instagram handle. You can also find me on YouTube at a tokens take a T O K E N apostrophe S T A K E. Find me on Facebook, but if you do, I'm probably not going to add you because I don't know the fuck you are. <laughs> right. Brandon, take us away. Oh, and make sure you, you have to tag. Yeah. Plug anything. Yeah. Plug any and everything. Um, first and most importantly, do give Jeremiah um, a follow on all his things that he's mentioned if you want to. And if you don't, I'm going to come find you and beat you up. <laughs> um, go follow my absolute boys in good fires on Instagram. I think it's, you know, it's, it's good fires on Facebook also. Um, I believe in them so much and yeah. I do so much work for them and it's always a pleasure to get to hang out and work for them. Um, and Last and probably least important, if you want to, um, follow me on Instagram. You will. It's uh, Brand Takes Photos. Um, follow my. Um, uh, it's funny that I was saying, how could I take on another thing? But I just remembered I'm doing another You're thing. You're doing another thing. Yeah. Um, follow my Instagram, uh, my film project. It's a year on film. Um, I'm doing a roll of film every month, posting it on there. It's been real cool. Mm-hmm. It has and, been really cool. Yeah. 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 Like, I and, love it. Um, yeah. Follow all those people. And uh, yeah. Also, like and subscribe on whatever you're listening to. Yeah. Apparently, somebody was like, you need to get your like favorites and likes and your comments and stuff up on <laughs> Apple. And I was like, I, okay, I'm just doing this for like me and like the one person that needs to hear it. But I also do know I have to build my brand. So, you know, like it on Google Play, um, leave comments and rate it on Apple and then whatever Spotify asks you to do, do it because they apparently are God and Savior. (laughs) So, all right, y'all. Thank you for listening. Be loved by life. Be deuces. See ya.